So I had um, rotisserie chicken last night for dinner. Yeah, did you eat 40 of them? I ate one, but not even a whole one. And I don't want to retract my statement, but I do think now with some clarity and perspective, I still believe I could do it because I did eat three quarters of a chicken with rice and beans. Where'd you get the chicken from? Probably ate a half, but a place called Andrea's Chicken 2. Is it around here? I believe so. Hmm. Um, if you're familiar with Pio Pio, the work of the fine culinary artists uh, at the uh, Peruvian Chicken Spot, there's multiple locations all over New York. If you're not familiar, get familiar. It's incredible. Peruvian chicken with the green sauce and the rice and the beans is like arguably one of the best meals one can eat. So I do think rotisserie chickens, yeah, I think a full one is 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 a bigger meal than maybe I had um, previously felt wow. it was, but I still think I could do it. Turn it over a new leaf. You know, you got to <laughs> fucking admit when you, uh, you know? Yeah. Let's be perfectly clear. I'm still saying I could do it, and it's not that hard. You just have a little bit more respect for the I guy. I just have a little bit more respect for the guy. That makes sense. Two, one. Kevin. What's up? How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. I'm uh, excited for vacation. Yeah. No, it's it's that pre-vacation feel where it's like, get things wrapped up because we're going to have two consecutive work days that are not going to be work days. Yeah. Let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah. It's going to feel real good. And uh, yeah, people are running around with turkeys with no heads on just because... <laughs> uh, um, yeah, because two days off, you know, try to get everything done before the the big the big vacation. Yeah, which will be two more days than typically. What are you thankful for, Alex? Uh, family, and by that I mean our studio, and then my real family. In that order. Listen, I, I, it's not about order. It's just about. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm thankful for. Um, yeah, I don't see any standards manual. This ain't this ain't order. Yeah, uh, I feel yeah grateful for. Uh, the year that we've had, I feel mm-hmm. a ton of pride in what we've, uh, what we put on tape this year. Yeah, we got a lot of good stuff on tape. Yeah, we we uh, we we did we did the damn thing this year. So a lot to be proud of, a lot to be thankful for, and uh, yeah, no, it's it's a great it's a great time of year. Uh, what are you doing? You're staying? You're staying local? Yeah, I'm gonna go ski on Thanksgiving. Oh, you think it's going to be, yeah, they're, they're making open. snow? Yeah, they're open. I mean, it's been pretty cold, so it makes sense. Yeah. Where are you going to go? Hunter. Nice. Just a little day trip. Yeah. Nice, Kevin. Well, that's the plan right now. We may we may upgrade further north. Yeah. Depending on Sick. if we feel like it. But Kevin the Ski Bomb is back. Oh, yeah. This was a, a new character Karen Kevin unleashed on. You just call me Karen? I knew. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Uh, yeah, my brain is in a lot of different places right now. So, uh, this podcast could get really weird. Um, damn. So, is that what you really think of me? Sorry, Karen. (laughs) Jeez. Uh, Karen and Kevin are going skiing. Uh, last season, Kevin was, uh, he bought one of those like all access passes. Yeah, I got the same one. Ran ran it back. Yeah. Kevin looks great in like 80s slash 90s ski gear. I got another fire jacket. Um, dude, actually, it came last night and I have to return it. Because I got an XL because I wanted like a baggier fit. This thing is like the biggest XL I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. The the sleeve comes like yeah. past my fingertips. Yeah. And I there's more fabric than I know what to do with. And like <laughs> I'm usually an XL. Like, yeah. You know, I'm I'm not like a I ordered the same one but off eBay again. Sure. Um 
Returns accepted. Only way to do it. Okay. But I ordered the same one in a medium and a large. And I, I would be shocked if I'm a medium. Yeah, there's a difference between like fashion XL and mm-hmm. like utilitarian XL. Like if you go to Pops Popular and you get an XL, like it's a little different than like you go to like Ame Leon Dior or like some fashion brand. You get an XL and it's like super tight. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's a Helly Hansen Puma yeah. collab. So yeah. it's like, Ooh. I, don't, I don't know why it's so big. It doesn't make any sense, but yeah. You know. This is uh, the Thanksgiving Spectacular, which um, the people have been clamoring for. Everyone's yeah. been asking for it. We're talking turkey. It's giving thanks. It's giving thanks. That's what a Gen Z forward podcast would say. Yeah, that's which, what that's what they would name the podcast. Which it's giving. I've thanks. already named it, so yeah, that's yes. what the name's going to be. It's good when you have a name for it, and then you just got to slide it in casually into conversation. Do you do that? Every mm, never. No, I don't know if I've ever named a podcast before we've recorded. Well, well, it just comes organically. That's the thing about our podcast, but it is turkey time. And uh, yeah, people are traveling and listening to podcasts. So hopefully you're in a car, you're with your family, you're with your loved ones, and they're listening to the sweet sounds of Alex and Kevin. Yeah, but just remember if you are in a car with your friends or family, yeah. make them also play the podcast on their devices uh, so we yeah. get the numbers. Yeah, that's important. They can play it silently, but yes. like, you know, I want to I want to be able to account for all of the listeners we have each week. I think our numbers are a little stunted by the um you know the the gathering the the gatherings that we draw every week. People are sending us their entire dorm rooms slam packed. Um, you know, yeah, it's or like, like the World Cup. Yeah, like auditoriums. Yeah, or even like a bar. I've seen. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. they're all just they're all just listening to front and center. It's like MSG when Kanye went in and he just pressed play on uh, that album. Uh, I guess Kanye's uh, Kanye's yeah, back. <laughs> Wow, that was so long, Alex. I know. I lasted uh, just uh, mere weeks without talking about Kanye. Probably probably the longest streak yeah. in the podcast history yet. Yeah, so. pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. So uh, because it's Thanksgiving, there are uh, brands here to capitalize on uh, groupthink and all of our collective minds thinking about turkeys. And uh, Kevin, um, we as, as tradition around here, mm-hmm. we have a rating system to determine whether we are uh, fucking with these topics or we are aligned with these ideas or not aligned with the ideas. Kevin, I am alarmed slash impressed slash shocked to see that the rating system for this has three metrics. Here, yeah. Um, which is a brand new, is, is a first in front center history. Do you want to explain the rating system? I'm worried it's going to get a little complicated, but I'm ready no, to no, do no. it. No, no, no. It'll be it's it'll be simple. Yeah. So it's on a scale of zero to two gobbles. Okay. Um, zero gobbles being this sucks. This yeah. is the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. No gobbles. Uh, two gobbles. Gobble gobble. Meaning <laughs> this is this is awesome. This is cool Thanksgiving shit. Yeah. And, and one gobble is um, mm-hmm. they tried. This is mid. Don't oh. love it, but like yeah, you know maybe it will be nice because it's Thanksgiving. Well, I love it. I love the the rating system. I think it's perfect. And yeah, some of these things uh, deserve no gobbles, and some of them maybe only deserve one gobble. I was uh, I was hitting PR Newswire pretty hard yesterday. Yeah. There were a lot of other stories that didn't deserve a gobble. Yeah, like there was like negative two gobbles. Like there's I saw I saw there's one. a lot of shit in here. I did see one uh, that didn't make the cut, but it was a uh, Marie Calendar for like their turkey pot pies. Okay, and it was thanksgiving x the world cup and Ooh. they didn't do anything to the packaging they just took a picture of it next to two soccer balls fuck sick yeah <laughs> hell yeah i mean listen there are two things happening at once that people are talking about world cup and uh thanksgiving i am i crazy or does this happen 
every time does Thanksgiving and no, World Cup a lot. No. I feel like World Cup is typically like it's a just, summer thing. Yeah, it's just too hot in Qatar. So they pushed it back to yeah. the fall. Yeah. I clearly I'm not watching. It's a it's a big shit show over there. Yeah, I'm not watching. Are There's, you watching? Um I probably will. Yeah. I don't I'm not. Yeah. I, I'm I, I don't know. I'm just My not, official stance is I'm going to watch. Okay, my official stance is I don't think I'm watching. Yeah. I don't at care. a protest? Yeah, I mean, yeah, at a protest, of course. Yeah. yeah. For for the people yeah. of Qatar. Right? Yeah. That's the, who we're protesting for? We're Sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kevin, before we get into it, actually, you know, let's just get into it. Kevin, no, uh, uh, what are you? What are I was going to ask what your favorite Thanksgiving foods, but I feel like maybe we can get into that because the first story does actually um, talk about sort of the, the most popular uh, holiday dishes. And so I just was curious what they were. Yeah, a little data. Yeah, a little data. So the story comes from Campbell's. And so Campbell's is best known for their soups, but they also make a lot of things that kind of like, are side adjacent. They make the soups. They make the soups. And just there, yeah, one of America's favorite brands. And so they have released a Campbell State of the Sides report, which is a food-focused trend report that dives into the common holiday food debates, top side dishes, and must-try recipes, as well as limited-edition holiday plates, which we'll get into in a second. So based on the survey that they've done, um, and I really look, first, you know, I'll say I think this is really smart of Campbell's to be sort of like creating a state of the sides report because I think again sides are very important and uh, I think again we um, we should have a report they should have a keynote for this they should I think they should yeah. have had like a big like Steve Jobs auditorium type thing to talk about the state of the sides that's the one miss here that they would just kind of put this out into the ether and not make. It you know, a, a video or a moment out of this. They needed to have Tim Campbell up there. Yes, totally. Walking us through this report that they yeah. drew up. Yeah, and the report is actually really beautiful. It's actually well-designed. It kind of looks like the Turner Duckworth brand system that they just rolled out. And There's yeah. nothing I love more than a PDF that uh, mm-hmm. turns like a book online. <laughs> I was just going to say, that is very old school, but it feels great because um, it's got that fake shadow in the middle and you turn the pages and it's beautiful. So you should go look this up. It's a great, it's it's a state of the sides of a food report, but I have the sort of the, the, the lowdown for you, which is top five most popular holiday side dishes are, you ready? Nope. Mashed potatoes, sweet potatoes, green bean casserole, stuffing, and mac and cheese. I think I have a little bit of a bone to pick here. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, going to yeah. say that Green bean casserole seems like an industry plant. I personally don't know anyone who likes green bean casserole. Oh, you're looking at one right in the eyes. Okay. Yeah. Sure. I bet some people like it. But yeah, yeah. if you know anything about green bean casserole, you know it's made with some like shitty cream, like a cream of mushroom Campbell soup, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I just, I think the, uh, it's a little inside baseball here. Um, promoting your own, mm. a side dish that's incorporates your product. That does but I guess what sense. else are they going to do? Yeah. I think green bean casserole is fairly beloved. Is it? Yeah. I, I hate do. it. I do. I, I really I really don't enjoy it. What about the crispy onions on top? Do you like that? Yeah, maybe I'll like pull a couple off mm. and just eat those. Yeah. Disagree. Mount Rushmore dish for me, for it's sure. It's just like canned soup, green beans, and like canned mm. onions. Yeah, it's delicious. Shout out to my mom. She makes a great one. I'm sure your mom makes a fabulous yep. uh, green bean casserole. Yep. And I'm not going to shade mm-hmm. her Johnny, green bean casserole. No, don't, don't you dare. And I bet she throws it down for Thanksgiving. You know um, she does. I know she does. You know, when I get, when I serve myself up a plate, I, I usually like to try everything unless there's something super egregious yeah. that I don't fuck with. Is that the bone to pick? Is that you feel like they're sort of promoting their own uh, their their own drugs? 
Yeah. I mean, what mm. else what else are they going to do? It's, yeah. a, it's a stupid bun to pick, but yeah. I, I would just I like it. stay woke. Um, yeah. Just know that this report is probably biased. I would like to question the scientific integrity of them Oof. doing this report Damn. when they've bolstered the green bean casserole this high. Yeah. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe yeah. they've they've gone about this in the correct way, but mm. my third eye is, is uh, blinking open. Sure. And I'm seeing, I think I'm seeing the truth here. That makes a lot of sense. I mean, I get where you're coming from, but I do think this report has information on it that has nothing to do with Campbell's that I uh, respect and I love. Uh, one of those being uh, Thanksgiving dinner. What time do you eat Thanksgiving dinner? For me personally? Yeah. If yeah, I was if yeah. I was throwing it down? The Batories. Well, just me per- uh, I haven't, personally. We do it like, I, I've been to several different. Um, yeah. I've been to several different Thanksgivings in my life, mm. but um, yeah, many, many households. Um, I prefer like a, I like a five o'clock yeah. Thanksgiving. I don't really like the one o'clock. I'm not really ready to 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 feast. Absolutely not. It's a kind of a day killer. And you know what? Like this happened last year to me on Thanksgiving where we were like anticipating eating at like three. Yeah. But then our turkey wasn't ready until like, you know, an hour and a half, two hours later. And then by that time we were like really hungry. And Ooh, it was nice good. going that's in there. Good, like yeah. it was nice going in really hungry. Yeah, I agree. I think my answer would have been like 4 30 like after that first football the one o'clock yeah, game after, is over after you go take a walk with your cousins yeah <laughs> i think because here's the thing i think you want to have some apps so i think you want to get to thanksgiving around that like one o'clock hour you want to eat some like maybe some baked debris or some like cheese and chips and you know some sort of appetizers some maybe some bacon wrapped dates or something i don't know just Throwing out there, you some gotta apps. be. That's a good one. I like bacon wrapped dates. And then you gotta I be careful though. You don't want to. You don't want to fill up. No. But um, you want to make. You want to have a couple little bites. And then I, I think going into Thanksgiving, like any any time before four, to me feels like yeah, that's lunch. And so the most common, according to this uh, Campbell's State of the Size report, the most common time to eat the, your Thanksgiving is between twelve and three p.m., which is way too early. Yeah, That's, I could I could see a 3 p.m. You could convince me. Certainly. I could be down for that, but anytime before that, I'm just not. Yeah. I think it's one of the meals that like is the most, like the earliest meal I may eat dinner all year. And that's why I think 4, 4.30, 5 o'clock feels okay. But like one, that's lunch. And I, I'm not here for that. Like mm-hmm. I think you need to, you know, again, you need to work up a hunger. I think you need to have some small bites. I think you need to watch some football. I think you need to have a couple of drinks. Oh yeah. You know, you gotta and, go. And, and then, lose. and then, then you need to your point, like you need to like take a break and like have a second to get hungry. Otherwise you're not going to eat. Yeah. I mean, if you hungry. eat at one, what are you going to like? Yeah. I mean, I guess you just leave the food out and have some later. Make yeah. a, make a nice sandwich. Yeah. That's I mean, the next shit. day. That's that to me. That's, that's the next day. But um, another thing that Campbell's has said here, 66% of people prefer sides to the main entree. Well, I think um, most people cook Turkey like shit. Yeah. Um, they don't know how to do it. And they're probably not really great cooks in the first place. Um, but anyone who knows how to throw a Turkey down um, the correct way and have it be properly cooked, mm-hmm. it's magic. Yeah. And I actually had a quite a good Turkey. Uh, my friend Scott threw down for Friendsgiving on Sunday. It was a, uh, one of the best turkeys I've ever had in my life. Nice. Anything special? Just like kind of just did did it right. He did like some mayonnaise, herby mayonnaise rub um, on the skin, which made it, made it pretty crispy and nice. And he just cooked it well. He all the meat was properly cooked to the right temperature. The white meat was juicy. The yeah. dark meat was like phenomenal and pulled apart. I yeah, think, just I think, great. I, yeah, turkey's tough because I think again, like, um, it can get really dry mm-hmm. and. 
I think oftentimes it's also sitting there for a second, like, cause you're, yeah. you have to carve it. Right. And it's such a big dish. So by the time it gets to the table and we're eating it, I, I like my food hot yeah, yeah, and it's a lot, it's pretty hard to get Turkey hot from, you know, kind of that it, when you're cooking for that many people or just, this is a challenging situation. That's why you need the gravy to sort of warm things up. And, uh, yeah, I think it's a, it's a great meal. It's not my favorite meal of all time, but you know, it does, it will hit the spot every year. Yeah. I mean, sides are undefeated though. Sides are incredible. And I, 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 my one bone to pick with this, um, sort of story is I don't really see mac and cheese as a Thanksgiving side. That to me is just, you know, I don't don't know. I, I, I guess I didn't grow up having mac and cheese in my Thanksgiving. And I know a lot of people do have mac and cheese as part of their Thanksgiving. To me, it just isn't, it's just not, it's just not a side that I'm traditionally or I'm used to having there. So I don't, I don't, I don't know. That's, you know, uh, call us up, you know, 1-800-977. I mean, is your, is your bone to pick that it's too much? It's just like, cause isn't that the whole, that's the entire point of having Thanksgiving is just of eating way too much. No, I know. But like green bean casserole, sort of, uh, like yeah, get, the, get the green bean casserole. No, green bean, you need a vegetable. Wait, we? what do you mean? Sweet potatoes with the mushrooms? Yeah. Like the sweet potato, like with the, like the mushroom, uh, not mushrooms, uh, <laughs> Sweet potato marshmallows. Oh, you like the sweet potato marshmallows? Yeah, dude. That's Ugh. oh, that's the best with the fucking crispy marshmallows on the no top way. of sweet potatoes. Oh my god, that's the I like my sweet potatoes plain with some butter. Poof. Agree to disagree there. You never had my sweet potatoes. I'm, I'm sure they're a master. Yeah, I believe so. I you you do eat sweet potatoes more than the average person during mm-hmm. the rest of the year. So I'll give you that. I think you have experience for sure. So Kevin Aside from the state of the size report, which we could talk about for the full podcast, yeah, like I think there's so much meat on this bone wow. that we could just continue to talk about it. But yeah, um, we could continue to carve it up. We do have to move on. But before we go, this is not the only thing that Campbell's is doing. Campbell's, in celebration of the sides being the most loved, you know, sort of at the holiday uh, Thanksgiving table, they have created a limited edition collecting collector worthy sides only plate that was designed intentionally to be the ultimate dinnerware for side dishes. So basically what it is, it is a compartmentalized plate that has five compartments to hold sort of that, what they call the average number of sides found on a holiday plate. And, um, yeah, it, it is basically just a plate that has divisions, sort of like a bento box, but mm-hmm. a round yeah. one so that you could just kind of put all of your sides on a plate and they can have their own room. To, I'm not into this. And they can, they can, they can, you know, sort of have their own moment, and they don't have to sort of bleed into each other. Thanksgiving plates are so nice because everything melts together. Mm-hmm. And to quote my grandmother, it yeah. all looks the same in your stomach. So <laughs> I think that shout out to your grandma. You know, if you want to separate your sides. Yeah. Like, if you want to go ahead and be a baby, like, you can get this plate. <sighs> Maybe your mommy can feed you and uh, say, oh, here comes the airplane. <laughs> If you need to separate your sides, uh, I wouldn't doubt that that's maybe how you eat Thanksgiving dinner, um, being fed by yeah. an airplane. I don't know. Yeah. That's just my that's just my humble take. Yeah, I want to disagree with you, Kevin, and because I do think this plate would be quite nice to have, where you're putting everything in its in its in its own uh, section. I, I do. I do agree with you. You do need some of that runny sort of like sweet potato that kind of cuts on the turkey or the gravy that sort of is melting with a little bit with with the green bean casserole. Like you want those moments of intersection there. And that is part of the delight of a great plate. And so depriving yourself of that joy, I think, is is a mistake. Here's how I'd make this idea better. Maybe if it was just in in the plate with the insert that you could 
takeoff. Mm. So you could have it nice and pretty and yeah. segmented out. And but then, then you could lift it up, it up and then Ooh. you could have, you know, a nice looking plate. But mm. um, if you're into that sort of thing, I kind of like mine more freeform. <laughs> or how about if there's just a gravy section okay. with a little like door and you can lift up the door and then the gravy will sort of slowly seep into the other section as you see fit. So um, the ultimate question, Kevin, is this no gobbles, a gobble or a gobble gobble for you? I mean, I'm going to have to give it one gobble because mm-hmm. they're giving money to charity. Um, oh, we didn't talk about that part. Yeah. Oh, the plates are, um, the proceeds from the plates are going to... Feeding America. Yeah, Feeding like America. Bit, yeah, 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 that's a super, good one. Super um, That's important. one of the good ones. Yeah. yeah, that is one of the good ones. Kevin, I'm giving this a gobble gobble and I'll tell you why. One, I love this report. I just love reports based on sort of randomly innocuous things that don't really totally matter but are important to mm-hmm. me and this podcast and things I like to debate, like talking about what the best, you know, sort of Thanksgiving dishes, side dishes are like, this is what this podcast is built for. So I have to give them a gobble gobble and say, salute. Thank you for the report. Thank you for the plate. I think it's, a, I think it's a good idea. I think I'm not particularly one that wants to um, have this, but I think there will be, there are a lot of people, my father included that eat each in like he will eat all of his mashed potatoes, then move on to all of his green bean casserole and like eats in sort of a, a methodical sort of like segmented so way. Go clockwise or counterclockwise? I, I don't think he has a method to that, but I do think there are people that would, you know, some people that would really like this plate. I think they may have OCD potentially where they, um, they don't want a mass on their plate or something like that. But I do think this is, this is a good idea. I'm not the target for it. Um, but I do think this is, this is very smart. All right, sure. I'm going to upgrade mine to gobble gobble. Wow. Um, I convinced you. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. you, you, you pull, you pull this PDF up before dinner. <sighs> it's, it's a great conversation. Conversation story. galore. Yeah. You, know, you don't have to get any of that into any of that uncomfortable shit. Sometimes, oh yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Why talk about Trump and Twitter and Elon Musk and all the things that are going wrong with the world where you could talk about yeah. these stats, these hard stats about sides. Yeah. You could just replicate this conversation that we're having with yeah. your family. Yeah. Yeah. And and I think it's a great, very one. amicable. Yeah. And I think it's very smart for Campbell's to get in the sides conversation because they are, like they got said, skin in the game. They got skin in the game. Big side, big, big sides. Um, let's uh, talk about drinking. Another big part of Thanksgiving um, is drinking and sort of um, this is actually about Thanksgiving Eve. Yeah, we, we we messed up. We went out of order. But it's okay. Thanksgiving Eve is like a big drinking holiday in its own right. I've never heard of it. It's called as Thanksgiving Eve. Really? It feels like. It's like the biggest drinking night of the year. No, I know it's a big drinking night, it's but I've never heard of Blackout Wednesday. I mean, I've never heard of that. I just never have heard it like given a name before. It's just like the night before Thanksgiving where everyone drinks. Yeah. But I think. They're calling it Thanksgiving Eve, and they are Southern Comfort. They are a a liquor brand, and they announced its first foray into a new exciting product category that is uh, pants. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Do you want a juicy quote? Yeah, I got one. Or you got it. I got one. You got it. Let's go. The pandemic changed nearly everything about daily life, including making comfy, casual attire not only acceptable, but tasteful, Hmm. said Vice President of Global Marketing for Sazerac, Sarah Saunders. Southern Comfort wants to lead the way on tasteful choices, so we, con- <laughs> so we conducted a host of detailed market research that led us to an important conclusion. Pants today are missing a few crucial elements that would improve lives everywhere. A key one being a shot glass pocket. So what you're trying to tell me, Sarah, is that you work for a liquor company and you wanted to find a way to make... Thanksgiving Eve better 
So they're making pants. Yeah, because of the pandemic. With a shot glass pocket, and these pants look like sweatpants. No, they are sweatpants. That's the whole thing. And for the for the listeners at home, uh, these pants. Yeah. Um, on the ass, <laughs> they say drinking pants, and they have the Southern Comfort logo just above it, like almost uh, mm-hmm. as a little tramp stamp. Um, <laughs> and the front. There was a horrible view of the front. I couldn't read what was there. Um, but presumably, I guess More there's, words? A, there's a pocket for a shot glass, which everyone needs. Um, <laughs> this I'm going to is... give this two gobbles because I wow. think that mm. for the amount of effort they put in of just you know putting their logo on a pair of sweatpants and then they did a whole write-up about conviviality and the pandemic changing everything. Now more than ever, we need sweatpants. Like... I just think it's grade A uh, bullshit, and you know, I love it. But these pants are garbage, and this is like such a lazy idea. Yeah, but, I'm giving but, this. <laughs> and for that, I say gobble gobble. <laughs> okay, I'm giving it no gobbles because this is, to your point, lazy. I mean, the idea of drinking pants is like, what is this? Like a TJ Maxx, like you know, sort of like live, laugh, love, sort of home goods section, like a shot glass pocket, like. Who puts a shot glass in their pocket? What are you? What? The pandemic and, changed everything, Alex. Yeah, but people are putting their putting the, shot glasses in their pockets the now point, more than ever. The whole point of shots are that you take a shot, you take a shot, you swing it up, and you're done with it. It takes two seconds. It's not like you're taking a shot and holding it for later. Like what? No, you, you take to, the shot and then you put it in your pocket. You put the empty shot glass into your pocket so you can yeah. carry it around like why no one no yeah. one needs that now more than ever and also on thanksgiving eve go out like that's the whole point is like you go out to yeah, bars but you can or... go out in sweatpants now more no, than ever no you shouldn't go out with sweatpants and that's why when i saw this at first i was like oh drinking pants like these are pants you put on when you're staying in like watching a movie or being with family or whatever you're drinking you, you know having a couple of drinks inside of your home sweatpants drinking pants fine a shot glad like a shot is for going out and then Thanksgiving Eve is a is a notorious going out night. So um this is all sorts of Yeah. Terrible. Also, why would you need to carry a shot glass to the bar? Yeah, like what are we talking about? So are you in your house or are you not? Like I do not understand this idea. And also Southern Comfort is disgusting. So um I have to just put that out. It's one of those drinks that like you know those 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 alcohols you had a lot of in your early life yeah. that you just like the smell and the sight of it is just is just is ingrained and makes you want to throw up. That's why I feel oh, like yeah? Soko. Gross. Great. Well, they really leaned into comfort here. Yeah. Pants. yeah. Uh, two gobbles for me. Um, yeah. No, for me. Awesome. For awesome. Lazy concept. I love it. <laughs> for those keeping track at home. Definitely came up with this uh, a week for, ago. For, yeah. For 100%. Kevin, back to turkeys. Um, Red Frank's Red Hot, which um, Kevin and I, we both agree, one of the great hot sauces. That that is there, a utilitarian sort of everyman sauce, but a great one, uh, and honestly, great on turkey. I will say that I think, like I think, if you have Frank's Red Hot and um and and turkey, I've even had buffalo or like fried turkey. I did that once where you you kind of fry the turkey, it's fine. But like the idea of turkey being sort of like treated like buffalo chicken wings or something like that, I think is a good idea because I think turkey needs obviously. It needs sauce, and that's where gravy comes in. But I do think, personally, I do love hot sauce, and so I think Frank's getting into the Thanksgiving game. I think is very smart. So what they have here is something called the Red Hot Marinade, and it includes a red hot based original cayenne sauce and a plastic injector. 
So the idea is that you would put this marinade, the special injector sauce made by Frank's, and then inject it into your turkey, whatever meat you're doing, and that would sort of give it some moisture, some tenderizing, and a spicy kick. And so I am just going to go right out here and say I like this idea. I'd like to try it. I think it's smart, and I will give it two gobbles. And and that's mostly because I just love hot sauce, and I think turkey is dry and needs um, – yeah, I think hot sauce is probably one of those things that like you may feel guilty about at Thanksgiving asking for or breaking out. It's you know may offend the person who spent months and weeks and days making this turkey. When you for need you. it, you need it. But let's be real, that would red hot Frank's red hot sauce on turkey. Yeah, I put that shit on everything. Um, this is one gobble for me. I think you should properly prepare turkey with um, adequate you know dry brine and. You know, I don't. I don't think you should be injecting it with uh, hot sauce. I think you. I think let the hot sauce come post cook. Um, I'm not really here for injecting a bird with hot sauce. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, that's just my piece. I don't really. I mean, I would also like to try it, but like at the same time, it's like, if if my friend made this, I would probably clown them for like not using a reputable recipe. Yeah, I think that's fair. This is a like, novel. This is a novelty turkey. Maybe you're right. I think probably I may be overextending by giving it two gobbles. I think you're probably right. This is probably more of a one gobble idea. You could do a one point five. Yeah, I think you know, as you were convinced by your argument, yeah, or uh, my argument earlier, I will be convinced by your argument. This is is one gobble. For yeah, me. save it for post, yeah, yeah, Franks for sure. Um, the next uh, idea here comes from Jenny O, which is a brand I'm not familiar, but they apparently make turkeys. Yeah, it's um, literally the cheapest deli turkey behind any mm. deli counter. I think um, pretty much Walmart. They say they're the category leader of ground turkey products and a trusted brand for turkey products around the world. And um, Yeah, why not trust them? Yeah, I believe them. Uh, sure. Um, today they announced the return of the Jenny O 1-800-Turkeys hotline. So basically, they've been doing this for 15 years, and the hotline offers consumers the chance to converse with the company's Minnesota-based consumer engagement team via phone. So all you got to do is ring them up during sort of like any hour leading up to and on Thanksgiving holiday, and I assume they're just going to give you advice or they'll give you sort of um, – they'll just – they'll help you through prepping, and they'll answer any questions that you have. Yeah, sure. Um, this is zero gobbles for me. Wow. Um, Why? Or Why? No. You Jenny. Jen- oh, Jenny. <laughs> yeah, no gobbles. Damn. Why? Why? Why hate on if Jenny so hard? I mean, this is a fine idea. I just, there's so many resources out there for turkey advice, mm. or there's ample recipes online. Bon Appetit, New York Times, Kenji. You know, whoever whoever you go to, they got a turkey recipe, yeah. and it's been proven. Um, Jenny O can't can't cook a turkey. You shouldn't trust them. Yeah. I think to be honest, I like this idea that like they would create this, you know, sort of place we can call because I do think, you know, there are a lot of questions that come up when cooking a turkey and it's 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 a hard thing to do, right? And yes, you can go online and watch a million videos and things like that, but I think having someone to talk to is really great and I think um so I like it for that reason, but on the other side, I do really feel for those people that are going to be sort of working instead of being mm-hmm. with their families and because they have to have some sort of real people on the line ready well, what to if answer you, those what questions. If you, what if you called one into your family Thanksgiving, Alex? What do you mean? Uh, call the hotline, yeah. put it on speakerphone, and mm-hmm. just 
leave it at an empty space on the table and yeah. invite them to your family Thanksgiving. No, it's kind of beautiful, actually. Um, it's definitely not going to do that, but it is. Yeah, I mean, maybe they trade off like you do an hour and then someone else, like they have a team of people that are, you know, sort of stepping in to answer questions and things like that. So, I mean, they probably get like one call. Yeah, I mean, they've been doing it for 15 years, so maybe it's something, but um, I'm going to Yeah, get... I mean, you can do something for 15 years and like have it not be successful. You're damn right you can. You know, the uh, New York Knicks have been having <laughs> had a basketball team for longer than 15 years and yeah, well, look what we do. Nothing. Um Sorry for the uh, ke- sorry that you had to catch that story. Yeah, that, that was rough. Um, Kevin White Castle is jumping into the game. They're ready to steal Turkey's Thunder this Thanksgiving with the introduction of yet another fantastic stuffing recipe, the Kickin' Southwest Stuffin' Muffins. This spicy take on a holiday staple continues White Castle's longstanding tradition, providing unique and delicious stuffing recipes using world-famous sliders. So these apparently are muffins. Stuffing muffins, to be exact. They're packed with corn, green green onions, chili powder, and a variety of peppers. And the main ingredient, jalapeno cheese sliders, which can be purchased fresh from White Castle restaurants or frozen from retailers all across the U.S. So basically, this is a recipe for stuffing muffins that incorporates their meat. That's what I'm saying. Like their Their burgers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, How about that? How about that? I have a quote. Quote, we humbly believe White Castle should be consumed any day of the year, including Thanksgiving, and this bold take on stuffing will allow you to do just that, said Jamie Richardson, vice president at White Castle. Thanksgiving is all about traditions, and we're confident this recipe will become a mainstay at all your gathering once you introduce it to your friends and family. Best of all, the stuffing muffins are slider size and packed with flavor, just like our sliders. Yeah, sure. What do you think? Uh Two gobbles for me. Whoa, we didn't see that one coming. Um, yeah, I mean, I like, I like, I like the idea of White Castle. Yeah, um, I don't really eat it that often because it makes me shit liquid. But um, <laughs> I, I like seeing brands provide recipes, um, and these actually look pretty banging. Like they did a good job with like taking photos of them, and I think it would have been cooler maybe if it was like more um, referential and like it wasn't like you know use our sliders. But hey, mm. got to do what you got to do. Yeah, they're trying to sell sliders. The gobble gobble for me. Yeah, I think White Castle is particularly disgusting. Um, And as someone that loves fast food and some food that some people would say was disgusting, I think White Castle holds a pretty um, low position in my fast food ranking. Mm -hmm. I think we may have to do an episode where we just rank. Because we talk about fast food so often. Kevin's wearing a Burger King sweatshirt today. You want to do a case race? A case race. I don't even know what that means. Where we we both get Crave cases and we... See who can eat them. See, I'm not even that familiar with that because I just, that's how infrequently I've had White Castle in my life. Like, I've probably had it 10 times, maybe if that, maybe less, like in my entirety of my life. Yeah, they're not very uh, common out here. Yeah, and it's kind of, it's just kind of gross. Like, I feel the way that most people feel about, like, or some people feel about, like, Taco Bell or, or yeah, like yeah. Chipotle or like or Popeyes or like fast food in general. People be like, oh, that's just so gross. Like, I genuinely feel White Castle is like, pretty gnarly like the, it's something about the onions and the meat the meat is like particularly yeah I mean, strange. It's, it's bad uh like 2003 uh when i'm in third grade and yeah mom brings um yeah oh, okay, a, 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 a crave case um for you know little cavy no not just for me but like <laughs> if we were at like a family party or something mm. and one shows up like yeah that's just good no, you know or you know in my memory it was fine but the aftermath was yeah. the same thing as it is now. Yeah, yeah, I would I would imagine it's one of those things that's like if you've had drinks, it you you might enjoy it, but it's sober is 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 a 
eye-opening and startling situation where mcdonald's like like we can all agree mcdonald's when you had a couple of drinks is like michelin yeah. star next, next level yeah experience where if you have it sober you're like ooh, this isn't quite so great and um white castle is different just, strokes different folks yeah and and that's just that's just how i feel um i'm gonna give this zero gobbles because i actually i'll give it one gobble I'll take it back I do think these look pretty good, like a idea of like a stuffing muffin mm-hmm. with like some crispiness on the edges yeah. there. Looks pretty good. And jalapeno cheese sliders. I mean, I, I like jalapeno cheese slider or I like jalapeno cheese and and I, I do like stuffing. It's probably one of the highlights of oh yeah. You know, uh, personally of Thanksgiving. I think stuffing is one of those things that like is something I might eat more often than Thanksgiving if it was presented to me, but you don't really get a lot of it at restaurants or anything like that. Yeah. So um, I'm here for the idea of it. I'm here for the concept of it. I do think the white, the only problem with it is the white castle. Yeah. So that's fair. Um, the only problem with it is the brand. Yeah. The only problem and, and the meat, like we're, yeah. you're talking about putting in meat that like is borderline unedible. So I think you're, you have a good, they have a good idea here. I like the idea of mm-hmm. these kind of like stuffing muffins. And I like saying stuff and muffin. It just kind of, yeah, it just, just sounds good. I feel like you could probably mod them out to have them not be. And I like the idea of stuff and muffin, you know, sans White Castle. As well. Yeah. Like yeah, if you were yeah, to just, yeah. if you were just not to add the white, if you were just to make your regular stuffing and get it a little crispy edges, I think yeah. that, that's a win. Yeah, we're we're saying the same thing, Kevin. I'm picking up what you're throwing down, uh, Kevin. A a brand called Ora Bora. They they make sparkling water. I've seen their. You may have seen their brand up and about. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty good packaging. Definitely one of these sort of like new age beverage companies. Um, and, uh, they're, 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 they're getting into the limited edition drink game and they are throwing down an idea called green bean casserole, sparkling water quote. We were inspired to put a twist on traditional Thanksgiving flavors and Turkey felt like a step too far. Yes. Even we have limits says the Ouroboros co-founder and creative director, Maddie Vogue. So mm-hmm. instead green bean casserole, yeah. sparkling water was born. We turned the worst Thanksgiving side dish. So. Kevin, they do agree with you in our humble opinion into a bright, sweet, succulent, and buttery flavor. We like to say it's better than your grandma's. Yeah. Hmm. A tricky one here. Maybe I'm going to abstain from rating this. I would maybe what? like to try it. I mean, honestly, no, I'm not going to do that. Um, yeah. I'm going to say this is uh, it's tough because I feel like this isn't going to taste any. Th- this is going to be like green bean flavored water. Um, I would give it, I would say gobble gobble. It was like, green bean and fried onions and cream of mushroom soup but there's no way there's no way there's all those gnarly flavors in there and the package design isn't even green bean casserole it's like fucking like healthy green beans yeah like sans creamy sauce yeah so you're not gonna give it a score no i said oh no you said Um, you were abstaining no i'll give it one gobble okay i'll play in the middle yeah um kevin i'm here for this and i'll tell you why i think Doing limited edition flavors is kind of like a big boy, sort of like big, um, big company move typically. And I think it's cool that a startup-y sort of seltzer company um, is 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 getting in the ring with mm-hmm. the big boys and, you know, kind of um, has a weird idea. I think if this was just green bean flavored sparkling uh, water, I think it probably wouldn't get this kind of like press. Like I've seen this in a couple of different places. The story um, comes from the dial line. So shout out to the dial line as always. Um yeah, I, I think this is very smart of them to do a sort of green bean casserole sparkling water. I do agree with what you're saying. It's like the packaging is like it's like the healthy green beans and like plants and 
um, sort of a landscapey illustration, which kind of makes it feel less like casserole and more mm-hmm. like plant vegetables. And so I hear what you're saying, but I just think this is smart. And I think this is a good idea that they should, um, yeah, they should be uh, given two gobbles for it. Gobble, gobble. Oh, wow. And uh, I think, again, the packaging, uh, in their words, transports you to a faraway land where sweet green beans rain from the sky. Sage leaks, uh, leaves peak over the mount- horizon and the hills are alive with the flavors of Thanksgiving, said Vogue. Don't you want to play in those beanie meadows? Yeah, gobble gobble for the for the copy. Yeah, that's quite a that's what a, quite a scene they're painting. Um, but I I think listen, this is a good this is a good idea, and yeah, I mean it feels just like they're doing a little bit clickbait Instagram stuff, but they're sure. actually making it. They're you know I don't think they were just it's not just a mock up. Uh, oh yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. But I would be interested to try it. My guess it would be it taste vaguely green beanie, but not very sort of like casserole and i think you're right it probably yeah, would taste i don't like, think the flavor house has cream of mushroom extract flavor. you don't know that kevin you don't know yeah, i think I, I think if you put a green bean into a hard seltzer and just or a regular seltzer and just let it sit for like an hour that's probably what this tastes like you know sure. uh kevin the final story and maybe the most important one comes from uh, prnewswire.com and the headline is tells you everything you need to know about the story Plumbers brace for, quote, Brown Friday, their busiest day of the year. Yep. Uh, The day after Thanksgiving is the busiest day of the year for plumbing and drain service providers like Roto-Rooter. Big gatherings, meal preparation, and kitchen cleanup will overload sinks, disposals, toilets, and sewers, creating headaches for family and lots of work for plumbers. Retailers call it Black Friday, but Roto-Rooter calls it Brown Friday due to the amount of sewage and wastewater involved. Yes. let's. I think we just need to permanently rebrand it to Brown Friday. <laughs> I mean, this makes a lot of sense, right? Like, it does when you think about it. When you think about it, right? People, are, this is probably the most, the, the most kitchen activity mm-hmm. at once yeah. all year round. Just the highest volume of food. Being prepared. And that, yeah. High volume of food has to go somewhere. So yeah. obviously it's going to be a high level of output yep. um, the well, next day or yep. maybe even the following day. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's got You got to prepare. Um, and they gave some tips. The best one being place plungers in guest bathrooms to save guests the embarrassment of asking for one. And if anyone, anyone who's ever had to ask for a plunger knows that it is the <laughs> worst feeling in the world yeah. to ask for one. Yeah. Um, and it's really never a thing you can do subtly. And if they're not in the bathroom, they're like in some, you know, mm-hmm. horrible place where they have to, you know, maybe go down to the basement and walk past every single other guest at the at the function. And then, yeah, it's just, you know, yeah. not, not a good time. So, yeah, I, I think I love that their tip is just to save people embarrassment. Well, know, there was a couple mean? other tips that were like, you know, don't. Don't flush wet wipes. Like some, oh, of the, some of the more common ones. Okay, so the only one. Yeah. Um, that was the one I pulled as uh, the most helpful tip. I just like this because it, it does help me think about this holiday and this day from another perspective, right? You think about the holiday. You think about the turkeys. You think about the family. You think about Black Friday, which has become like this, like the biggest sales day of the year for, for brands and for companies and, you know, sort of fashion and DTC, everything. But um now I'm thinking about Roto-Rooter, the world's largest provider of plumbing repair and sewer yeah. and drain services. That's a Cincinnati brand. Really? Of course yeah. it is. They're going to see a 50% increase in call volume on an average Friday and a 21% uptick in business over any four-day weekend period. So, sounds like sounds like money to me. Sounds like they're making, yeah, it sounds like this is good for their business. 
And I guess they're just, you know, saying it's all due to the big holiday meal preparation and the house guests. So you get extra, quote, extra guests means more flushes, showers, dishwashing, and laundry, increasing the likelihood of a plumbing or a drain failure. I mean, listen, that's just, that's that's just, facts. That's just facts. It makes sense. Shout out to Paul Abrams, the Roto-Rooter spokesperson. And he said, quote, it's baked into the holiday weekend. We know exactly what will happen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, Brown Friday. Busiest day of the year. Stay woke and be prepared. Yeah, I mean, you gotta do, uh, you know, some 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 planning, some preparation, and maybe they should have they put a, should have had a, a state of the union about sort of uh, you know kind of how dangerous and how awful this is for, um, yeah, the the, uh, the 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 drainage and plumbing industry. Um, yeah. You ready? You want, I, I listen. I got some tips. You ready? Because don't say we never do anything for you guys at home. <laughs> Uh, never pour yeah. grease, turkey drippings, or cooking salt down oil drains. They solidify in pipes and choke drains. There you go. Don't put potato peels, poultry skins, bones, rice, or pasta down the garbage disposal. <clears throat> I didn't know that. Uh, make sure the disposal is running when you add food scraps. Sure. Don't flush wet wipes. They don't dissolve and they clog pipes. Place plungers in guest bedrooms, bathrooms to save guests the embarrassment of asking for one. Yeah, that makes yeah. a lot of sense. And then spread out showers and laundry so pipes have time to drain. Very smart. So, uh, yeah, shout out to Rotor Rooter. Founded in 1935, the largest provider of plumbing and sewer and drain cleaning services. So I think this is, I mean, we both agree here, right? Yeah. Two gobbles. Gobble, gobble, baby. This is this is a triple gobble for me. <laughs> oh, it's off uh, the charts. Yeah, this is really special, and I agree. It's an it's 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 an un um it's underappreciated slash thought about part of Thanksgiving is just you know the drains the cleanup. Yeah, think about the drains out there. So Kevin, um, uh, that's our show this week. Um, we are thankful for the listeners. Yeah, uh, all of you from all around the world that love and listen to our podcast. We are we love and appreciate you. Um, we're we're grateful. We're thankful for you because without you, it would just be Kevin and I talking into two microphones, staring each other in the eye. Yep. And uh, as much as we would love to do that, we much prefer when you guys listen. And so, thank you guys for an amazing year, and thank you guys for um, bearing with us as we've tried to you know, figure out how to do this podcast with you know big and small clients and mm-hmm. just like finding the right time and. You know, Kevin edits all these shows, so you know it's 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 a real homegrown operation around here. Sure. And so we thank you for your appreciation and your support yeah. and your listening. There's a lot of podcasts out there, mm-hmm. um, so we recognize that um, we are the best design and branding podcast, the only one that matters. And <laughs> you're um, just gonna steal that. And we appreciate you guys um, for listening. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm also thankful for the dial-in. Ah. For, for the team over there, for Rudy, um, from Bill, Jessica, Andrew, Chloe. Yeah, thank you to the Dylan because um, they're writing some banging articles. Yeah, I um, and and they they they've recently written about our work, which we appreciate. But they they're doing the Lord's work over there. Oh yeah, and giving us amazing things to talk about. And uh, we'll be back on uh, probably Wednesday. Probably, yeah. and uh, we will start to gear up for holiday season. Um. You know, there's if, already if, some, there's already some stories in the <coughs> building up on the docket. Yeah, Mariah Carey is, uh, you know, she's the, the the frost is coming off of Mariah. 
yeah, she's ready. To... I think I think Mariah's season started November first. I think she's pushing for it earlier and earlier. Every <laughs> is, that, season. is that a personal push? No, no, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't have anything against her. No, um, I, I think the song's pretty good. But no, oh, the best. Argue, that's really all she has. The number one, the best holiday Christmas song there is. So give Mariah her credit. Oh my God, when she was like, "Y'all don't want to talk about nine eleven." Do you hear that clip? <laughs> Absolutely not. Okay. Well, this bit different, different time. Yeah. I mean, um, uh, yeah, Kevin, you bring it up. Uh, Mariah Carey Christmas um, uh, has already hit the hot 100 um, because she's, uh, you know, she's she's already back. It's too early for Christmas songs. Oh, um, no, no. We no. need to, mm-hmm. it, it needs to be post Thanksgiving, if at all. Yeah. Um, but yeah. You know, she, she's a legend and great. Yeah. Let's we, let's get out of here. Happy song, Thanksgiving. The song was released 28 years ago. What? Yeah, that's true. Her and version? Yeah, her. She wrote it. It's not a version. Right. She. It's her original song. All right. Uh, Mariah Carey is a legend and an icon, and uh, we look forward to. Sure. Happy Thanksgiving. Beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, rams, lamb, lamb, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, turkeys, chicken, turkeys, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, rams, lamb, lamb, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, turkeys, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, beans, greens, beans, greens, beans, 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 greens, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, turkeys, chicken, turkeys, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken. You name it, you name it, you name it, you name it. Greens, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, rams, lamb, 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 lamb,